You're listening to a CanadianMovieCrew.com production. Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue is the story of cartoon characters helping one teenager to quit doing drugs. Or is it? There's a million wild and wonderful ways to say no. No say, no way. Better learn if you and take them wherever you go. No dice, no sir. If you're pounded, let's get high. Here's a practical reply. Go ahead, let's fly, spit right in his eye and say no. Welcome back to the Yours at Movie Podcast, where we try to find the real story behind the story. I'm Derek. Cowabunga, dude. I'm Mean Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're taking a look at the 1990 special TV special special episode special uh, cartoon all-stars to the rescue. Yeah. Uh, Mark, did you watch this when it came out on TV? I think I was a little too old and this might have hit the cusp of like i wasn't watching saturday morning cartoons okay oh you're too good for the muppet babies are you uh no what year is it 1990 1990 i was 16 i actually had a job okay yeah i was working I, I was working mornings at mcdonald's when i was 16 so uh, on saturday morning so i couldn't watch let's put it this way i couldn't watch cartoons there you go always been a fan still am a fan but i mean i can't yeah i can't uh I couldn't do it at the time. So this was part of, um, obviously, the part of uh, the, this came on during the uh, original Bush administration when they created oh, yeah. the war on drugs. That's right. This isn't W. This is o, this is original recipe Bush. Yeah, this is George H.W. Bush. Um, yeah, that's right. Bar. We're going to do a cartoon. Gonna, it's going to be about gonna drugs. Do it. Don't worry. Don't worry. They're not going to do it. They're not going to, they're not going to do the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we can welcome cartoons are going to tell them it's bad it's bad yeah, so, sorry what? it's been a while since I've been able to whip out the old Dana Carvey George W George W H- Bush George, impression George yes. H W yeah 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 impersonation yeah it's been many a year since anyone it's been relevant for any reason <laughs> yeah so welcome to the show George C. Scott uh, Lindsay Parker and Jason Marsden and all of your favorite cartoon voices uh, Frank Welker is in here as Slimer, and you have all, I don't want to go through all of them, but they're all there. Um, from Saturday Morning Cartoons. So if you watch Saturday Morning Cartoons in the 80s and 90s, chances are your favorites are here. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. The Jason Marsden, like no, no relation to James Marsden, eh? I'm guessing. No. <laughs> no. That was George C. Scott as 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 the puff as of the smoke. Guy, yeah, as the puff of smoke. Yeah, yeah. That's you remember what, uh, Twelve Angry Men, which is a great movie, by the way. Oh my God, yes, so good. Uh, the original is amazing. Jeff Bergman is Bugs Bunny. I don't. That wasn't. It's because uh, Mel Blanc had recently passed away. He had, yeah, that's right. He had passed, right? Just so this was the guy that took. This over. was actually the first time that Mel Blanc was not done. Had not done Bugs Bunny in a major, in a major cartoon, but um, so this was this was their attempt to get kids not to do drugs. That's right. Yeah, the war on drugs had had commenced. And um, by the way, the guy doing Michelangelo's voice, not a Ninja Turtle. Okay, meaning he didn't. He wasn't in the eighty-seven 
series. Oh, it's pretty close. He, yeah, I, I, it fooled me. I had to look it up. Really wasn't hard to do a a Michelangelo voice though. Back in the nineties, it was pretty. Oh, I just I, I did like a, a okay one just now. Like I mean, yeah, I wasn't like, even trying. <laughs> all you need is default surfer, and then say Cowabunga. Yeah, yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not Cal- stoned California surfer. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I digress. His IMDb betrayed him. He absolutely was Michelangelo. Oh, I, see, I thought so. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, wait a second, but his IMDb betrayed him. My bad. He was one, he was part of that original clue. Yeah, crew. Okay. By the way, this whole thing would have landed way harder if Master Splinter had been the one giving him the lesson. He could have he could have whipped this kid into shape. Yeah, but saying. he wasn't as popular. Oh no, of course not. So, um. And it, maybe it carries more weight if the party dude is saying drugs are bad. Well, <laughs> there must be something wrong. Yeah. Hey, talk about if any of the if any of the turtles were on drugs. It was Michelangelo. It was Michelangelo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to know what mushrooms he got on his pizza. That's all. We were yeah, exactly. Back then, yeah. So the um, beginning action of this movie is a piggy bank being broken. Well, first of all, we the have the sound a, of a piggy bank. We we have a message from Ronald McDonald House where he's where they steal from church. Yeah, yes. Love lifted me is an old hymn. Yeah, I know. Hmm. Well, it's I'm a, like, it, it's a Christian. It's a Christian organization. Yes, Ronald McDonald House. I, I think so. Uh well, probably not now, but oh, oh. I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the way things are going in the States lately. That's uh, fair. Topical. Yeah. Um, and, of course, we, we have George H. and, and Barr giving away the plot. It's going to be about a kid. He's going to do drugs that are bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, thanks. Thanks for... <laughs> Like what? What are you doing? Okay, you're gonna watch a you're gonna watch a TV show here about cartoons about all these cartoon stars uh, that helps uh, help a kid not do drugs. Okay, so put on the fucking cartoon. What do and I need you for? Alert. <laughs> what do I need you for? Yeah, if I want to, if I'm gonna listen to the president who's telling me to watch this show, why don't I just listen to the president and have the president say, "Don't do drugs." Yeah. You just saved hundreds of hours of animation and voice time. <laughs> yeah. Just get to the... Or get out the way and start the cartoon. <laughs> yeah. You know, every every eight-year-old wants, in, in their lives, more president. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You never had the presidential happy hour and when you were a kid? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. So we finally get the, uh, the opening thing. It's the sound of a piggy bank being broken. Because of course, like all all kids on drugs back in the nineties and eighties, they were always depicted breaking a piggy bank. Yes, that was the main place to get your drug money was your little sister's piggy bank. Yes, yeah. And what I like too is, is right off the bat, you have Papa Smurf waking up in the morning and immediately checking the status of this little girl's piggy bank. Because yeah. he, he comes out and he goes, oh, man, I smurfed so good last night. And I'm like, 
Robot Chicken really ruined the Smurfs. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm like, with who? Yeah. And so he stretches, he wakes up, he opens his eyes, he goes, oh no, Corey's piggy bank is gone. I'm like, because that's what you do? Uh, And and I'm here. uh, Yeah, yeah, so your first, how's the money, right? (laughs) This he is he he basically was the administrator of that organization, right? So the Smurfs. So I guess yeah. it, it would it would behoove him to check how's the money. We're good. Okay, we can get on with our day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. First, I'm on the other side of this, going. Um, excuse me. Since when could Papa Smurf see outside of his uh, his comic book? This is clearly canon breaking. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, if you want to talk about canon breaking, we'll get oh, into that later. Oh yeah, hold on to your hat. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah. world does not make sense to me, but. No. Um, so all the characters start coming to life, which... Okay. If we don't buy into this premise, we can't buy into this at all. <laughs> well, the the sources are, are kind of weird in and of themselves. So they the are. Compass, the Smurfs come out of the comic book. Yes. Alvin and the Chipmunks pop out from behind a record, so they've been there the whole time? I assume that she had one of the, the Chipmunks albums. So they came out of the album. I would assume but so. They, so they've been just kind of hanging out in the room. Yes. Kermit was animated from nothing. No, 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 no. Kermit was her alarm clock. I know. He was an inanimate object and was animated by... Garfield was a lamp. Exactly. I was getting there. <laughs> some some of these were, were, like Papa Smurf and the Chipmunks, were already just kind of living and hanging there. Others were Dergolem, you know what I mean, from Jewish <laughs> mysticism, where they were inanimate objects brought to life by, by what? Alf? Is the Mirror Master from DC Comics? No, he was in the picture. He, but he okay. So he pops out of a reflective surface. Later on, takes Michael on a trip into what the Hall of Mirrors. He's jumping in and out of the mirror that's in his <laughs> little his little stash. He's box the Sorcerer there. Supreme. He's using he's, the mirror dimension. He's he's the he's the Mirror Master from no, he's Mirror Master from DC Comics. Okay. Absolutely, trust me on this one. It was weird. I was like, when did he get those powers? And plus, matching him with Garfield, how did that last the whole the whole session? <laughs> like, I was expecting a few frames in. Garfield was just gone. You know what I mean? And, and Alf go, uh, oh, anyway, hey, let's well, get on with it. Uh, yeah. That was a weird thing because I had totally forgotten that Alf ate cats until he threatened to eat Garfield. Oh, yeah. No, it was like every episode he at least had his eye on that house cat. Once per episode, it was yeah. mandatory. No, I know. I just yeah. totally forgot about that until yeah. he mentioned that. I was like, oh, yeah. So he threatens him with, with, with death unless he comes along. Yeah. <laughs> like, this and, is weird. <laughs> and Garfield is only there to make lasagna jokes. Yeah, yeah. He kind of, he kind of does sort of Bill Murray around. Like, I know it's not Bill Murray, but he just kind of does a, he's the Bill Murray of this whole adventure. Yeah. Like, he's not, like, he's got that feel, that attitude. I that, guess he does come in on the song, but I guess they all come in on the song. Well, sure. Um, yeah. But, so, okay. So, basically, um, Michael is the older brother. Corey is the little girl. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael has broken Corey's piggy bank to steal money so that he could buy more drugs. And it's at this point where we, he see where we get to see his his stash. Yes. Okay. I need clarification on this because I'm going to share my screen. I have never been a big drug user. Okay. The most I've done, I've smoked pot three times. Okay. Okay, and I've drank alcohol. Because in this one, a couple of beers go missing. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, let's put a pin in that. We're coming back around to that. <laughs> okay. Give me a second. All okay. right. So, I so have, we're looking at the stash box. So we're looking at the stash box. And I apologize, this is an audio one. I'll try to describe it. So it's a blue box, um, which, by the way, also, whenever we saw... Uh, drugs back in the 90s or 80s. It was always in a cigar box. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, I've always wondered, where do kids get cigar boxes? Yeah, yeah. I guess from when Dad finishes smoking the cigars, I suppose. Okay. How often did you have empty cigar boxes or friends of yours have empty cigar boxes? I'll, I'll be honest, I never saw one. I saw one when I was in my 30s when a friend of mine went to Cuba. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, my 30s and 40s and, and yeah, like, yeah, my buddies are now going to Cuba bringing back cigars. Like, that's, yeah. I don't know if it was like an 80s or 90s American thing where... I think so. Every, like, dads just smoke cigars by the box. Well, it it was a it's a huge deal, or at least it was back then, because of the embargo. It was technically illegal to have them. So if you had Cuban cigars, that was a status symbol because it means that you had connections. Yeah, but you don't need to necessarily get Cuban cigars. You could just get cigars in a box, right? No, no, like like Dominicans or yeah, yeah. Oddly enough, apparently Canada was a pretty good pipeline for that because we didn't have the embargo, so we would yeah. buy Cuban cigars. Then Americans would come across the border and buy them and take them back. Home. Yeah. But here's my thing. Okay, so the joints up here and the... Okay, okay, first of all, okay, the joints there are brown. Every joint I've ever seen rolled is in white paper. I figure it's a blunt. Oh, the Philly blunt? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. So that that's more cigars. There we go. Yeah, so the matches I get. Yep, a couple books of the matches. Okay. <laughs> What's this fishing lure? The little spaceship-looking thing? Yeah. It's like a blue sort of egg-shaped with a couple of lines and circles in the middle. And I can't figure out what the fuck that is. I I only have a guess. because okay. I, I Yeah, because I know people that use this kind of stuff. My guess, and it's only a guess, is that it's a grinder. The That's the grinder? Is, okay. I've never seen one that looks like that. They're yeah. usually circular. Usually. Right? You know, you you know what I'm talking about, the grinder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, if I, I mean, that that can't be a bong or a pipe. No. But if we see a pipe shape, later in the episode, we do. Yeah, yeah, and it looks like freaking Gandalf's pipe, practically. <laughs> but which I'm we'll like, get, cool, we'll get to that I'm later. Like, I'm like cool pipe, anyway. Um, but the one thing that is always I don't. The one thing that's always in a drug box, and it's always been my biggest thing, is this fucking hay bale over here. What is this? So that is the that is the drugs themselves wrapped in something to maintain the, the moisture freshness? so they don't dry out. Yes. 
So if he I've has never... drugs, then why does he need money to buy more? That's a pretty big, sizable thing of drugs. Unless that thing is empty. Then why is it so puffed up? Well, it's just a lot of cloth, right? Uh, like, I guess? Every, I don't... I, here's the, the thing. Every single time I've seen, like in that famous commercial, I learned it by watching you, okay? Yeah. Um, they have something like that, and I don't know what that is. Well, the every time I've seen it, and again, my, you know... My experimentation didn't come till much later, so I didn't do this stuff during the... I listened to the cartoon in the 80s and the 90s. Yeah. Um, I, I listened to Debbie and Barr. Uh, but every time I've seen it, like, since the invention of the Ziploc bag, whatever the hell that was, is obsolete. Yeah. I, I've always ever seen it in a Ziploc. <laughs> Done. Speaking of, we'll get to that later, too. Um... And and what here's what's driving me crazy. They're doing a message about not doing drugs, and yet somehow the president himself could not get through the the whatever their version of the CRTC is the um you know the controls the FCC. Like, the, the FCC thank you sorry uh. Couldn't get through to the FCC to say, let me depict drugs accurately for once. Like, we never see a pot leaf. Yeah, but do you want to, though? I guess that's my thing, is they keep showing, throughout this whole thing, they show how to smoke marijuana. Because later on in the next scene, uh, he meets Bugs Bunny, and Bugs Bunny takes him on a trip down memory lane to show him the first time that he smoked pot. Yeah. How he got sort of bullied into it, or talked into it, or peer pressured into it—I think—is the word they like. Well, I'm, I'm of two um, minds on the, on the on the subject. It's like if we want if if we want the kids to stay away from drugs, don't we show them what the drugs that are that they're supposed to stay away from, so they can recognize it and then say no? I've always been on the opposite side of let's not show them what the drugs are, or how to do them. Okay, well they show them how to do them. They yeah, just don't what show I mean. them what they are. Yeah. So, like, we don't yeah. see the pot, we don't see the, the, the buds in the pot leaf itself, right? No. So, I don't know. I mean, this is the same generation where the crash test dummies were made so famous they got their own cartoon. Where they would show yeah, you the dangers the of. Not the band. No, no, not the band. <laughs> uh, sorry, the, you're the right. The public safety announcement people. That the band is named after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? They show a car going into the wall and then say, don't drink and drive. No, it was buckling safety belt. Or that, oh, sorry, yes. Well, Don't be yeah, a dummy. Buckley safety belt. It was a right. national seatbelt campaign because seatbelts were just made mandatory. That's right. I remember, I'm remember. old enough to remember that when they weren't. Yeah, um, I know. Me those too. Those were some interesting car rides. Anyway, yeah, they were more fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, so moving on. The, so, the next scene, the Bugs Bunny is uh, taking him down oh, a oh, trip oh. down memory lane. S- sorry, sorry. Sorry. First, I'm sorry. I got a few notes here. Okay. I don't, I don't have a lot, but what I have... Uh, Corey busts into her brother's room uh, after the piggy bank goes missing. Yes. And all I wrote was, well, young Corey was lucky that breaking the piggy bank was the only thing she walked in on on a young teenager uh, alone yeah. in his room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a young teenage boy, might I add. Yeah. Could have been doing something a little a little less Saturday morning than, uh, <laughs> than breaking a piggy bank. Anyway. Uh, secondly, the, we get the, the stash box goes under the bed for that, that. That's where that picture you showed me. Yeah. 
Theodore says, if I had to guess, I'd say that's drugs. He smells it. That's okay. So Theodore, he's the book smart one. He's got the glasses on. That's how you know. <laughs> yeah. What book is he reading that has smell a vision on it? I, you know what I mean? Like, does he say does he say smell? Yeah, they're like talking about the smell. He's like, Well, if I had to they don't open up the, the roll to see right, the right. leaf. Right? They don't there's no Ziploc bag for him to see. So he's read about it, but somehow he knows the smell. Okay, moving on. It just why would Theodore why would any of the chipmunks know what marijuana is? Well, I could see Theodore having read about marijuana in, yeah, in but, some book somewhere, but yeah, knowing the no, smell? No, no, no. I don't want my cartoons knowing what drugs are. It really does break the innocence. Because it, it just makes too much sense. Um, yeah. <clears throat> it explains a lot of the behavior, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, like I said, Bugs Bunny meets him out and... Um, Takes him down memory memory road, and then so later on they have they show him smoking what appears to be a stick of chalk. Yes, <laughs> because it's just cylindrical. Yeah, because you know joints are cylindrical. It's not the Cheech and Chong style where it's like the looks almost like a football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, or, and twisted at both ends or whatever. Yeah, yeah. at least yeah. twisted at both ends or something. You know, well, yeah, whatever. Um, so I want to get back to the, to the, to the alcohol you mentioned earlier. Okay. At some point during this, we cut back to mom and dad and Corey back at the house. Yeah. And dad goes, huh, there's a couple of beers missing. I wonder who drank them. And mom's like, oh, you probably drank them yesterday watching the football game. (laughs) And I'm like, hang on a second. (laughs) We're very concerned about Michael doing the drugs. Yes. And yet, mom seems to be okay with dad drinking so many beers <laughs> that he can't even remember how many he drank. Dad's insane alcoholism. Dad's yeah. out of control alcoholism. That's fine. Okay. Oh. Okay, bar. You know, I guess one war at a time, eh? Oh, honey. <laughs> you ridiculous drunk. Yeah, yeah. yeah you when obviously you get drank them yesterday when you were watching football. You know how drunk you get when you're watching football and you drink way too many beers. Yep, so many you don't remember how many beers you drank. Don't you remember waking up with throw-up on your shirt on the couch <laughs> this morning? <laughs> hey, at least it was inside, not like last week. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the lawn sprinkler turn, uh, waking you up, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right, sorry, sorry. Back to, uh, back to our flashback. Oh, did you notice the flashback? In, in black and white, because it's the past. Of yeah. course. And we know it's Michael because he has an M on his shirt during yeah, well, the flashback. Well, the other guy has a T on his shirt. Yeah. His name must be Tom. Yeah. <laughs> or Tim. Or Trevor. Or Trevor. Or Thaddeus. Uh, Tatum. You know. Who knows? Yeah. Um, the next line I have here is, so later on, he gets away from Bugs Bunny somehow. And he There's some a- weird cuts, eh? Yeah, and he meets up with his friends, and they're smoking, uh, I assume, pot out of a fucking Frosty the Snowman cold god pipe. It, actually, yes, yes. <laughs> you know yeah, I, mean? I, I rescind my Gandalf joke in favor of the Frosty the Snowman, because you're absolutely right. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yes, no, by the way, uh, before this, before he meets Bugs Bunny, 
his he meets up with his friends and he just pulls what I assume to be crack out of his pocket. Uh, yeah, the, okay, the scene, the arcade scene. Thank you. They don't say it. He just yeah. He just brings out loose crack. <laughs> I, I I didn't hear. I didn't catch what he said. Do you have it? There? No, he doesn't. He doesn't say what it is. He's, I thought this he is said, the good stuff. Oh, the good stuff. I missed yeah. that. Okay. My phone rang, but um, so, yeah. So this is the good stuff. So so but people from marijuana. It's hardcore crack. It's loose in his pocket, like it's, it's in his hand. It's just little bits of white stuff just in his hand. It's loose like, crack. He just keeps loose, not in a baggie, not in a box. No, nope. no. He just brings out loose crack from his <laughs> jeans just, pocket. Just, just got. <laughs> okay, he's got, so he's got crack dust in in his pocket still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Later on, when they're on the bench smoking out of the frosty the snowman cord cob pipe, the girl says, "Hey, I got a, I got a friend." If you give me ten dollars, he can buy. I can buy us some crack. I'm like, wow, ten dollars for crack? Yeah, what the? That's a damn good deal. <laughs> yeah, and you wonder why drugs were a problem in the eighties. Well, it was so damn cheap. <laughs> that costs way less than all of the all of Dad's beers that he drank. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Like, holy shit! That, no wonder Tubbs and Crockett were fucking busy every week. God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> ten dollar crack. <laughs> By the way, I, I I don't know about you, but if I rob my sister's piggy bank and have a bunch of coins, the last place I'm going to is an arcade for a drug deal because now I've got a choice to make. <laughs> yeah, it's like well. I could buy some ten dollar crack, or I could spend a few hours playing Donkey Kong. You know what I mean? Like that. That scene was funny to me, by the way, because first of all, the you hear the sirens, the crack immediately on an arcade floor. Now you got ten dollars worth of crack or whatever on on the floor with all the bun, all know, the that, other kids around. That that could have been fifteen worth worth of crack right there. It could have been a fifteen or it could have been a twenty. I'm not sure, yeah. but he takes off for the alleyway. This is when he runs into Bugs Bunny. And for some reason, Bugs Bunny finds a joint behind a trash can that Michael never dropped. He's right. Like, oh, what do we have here? A joint, <laughs> eh? And I was like, so you think Bugs Bunny's planting evidence on You're Michael? damn right. You're da- he's a dirty <laughs> cop. <laughs> he's got the hat on. He's planting evidence. Bugs is dirty cop. Just saying. <laughs> That's what kicks off this whole thing. It's but done under false fair, pretenses. He doesn't take him downtown. He just takes him down memory lane. True, but I'm just saying, this whole adventure's kicked off under false pretenses. Right. Your Honor, Exhibit A, planted drugs. So, after the, uh, he meets with his friends in the park, and they, he gets offered a $10 crack. I, just, I can't get over that it was $10 for crack. By the way, I used to play bass for $10 crack back in the, <laughs> yeah. in the, in the 80s, yeah. So the Muppet Babies kidnap him. No, uh, Michelangelo sends him down. No, no. He falls in a sewer. And well, then... No, but he starts getting chased by something, right? He's, well, okay, so I, I, I just watched this not too long ago. Smoke guy, Smoke, yeah. picks his pocket, throws it to the girl so she can go get the $10 crack. Because he's right, the one with the money. Right, he's chasing after, yeah. The, yeah he's, he's chasing the, after his wallet. 
and then right. falls down the man manhole, meets up with Michelangelo. Right. So Michelangelo pulls him into the thing, basically berates him for doing drugs. Yeah. Wrong use of cowabunga, and this guy should know that. Yeah. Cowabunga is um, a happy thing. I don't know. He's like, well, he's got to say the thing. But anyway. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, he has to. Yeah. Um, then he pulls a drain yep. on the floor of the sewer, which then sucks Michael down the drain into an imagined interpretation of the human brain by the Muppet Babies. Yeah. Who's on drugs? Right? <laughs> <laughs> when we get Gonzo like, breaking the fourth wall a la Deadpool like saying that this is just one artist's rendition I know cartoon logic has to play in here but who's on drugs? yeah yeah <laughs> you know like, and this and this is a theme that's going to carry on for the next ten minutes at least uh yeah yeah, this whole scene gets really weird because now, yes, they're in the human brain, but they're in his brain. Yep. And all of a sudden, he's riding a skateboard. He's <laughs> in his own brain watching himself ride a skateboard while high. While high. And he is about to fall off the skateboard for about a mile and a half. Yeah, so Mike. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna fall, and he keeps. I oh my god, I'm going to fall for a very long time. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's in his own head doing a being John Malkovich on yes. himself. Yeah, like it goes from was it Fantastic Voyage, the one where they shrink down and go inside the human body? Uh yes, the most incredible voyage or something like that. Yeah, it's yeah, Fantastic yeah. Voyage. I think it's Fantastic Voyage or something like that. They go from that to being John Malkovich with him. Yeah. <laughs> with him, but with himself. It's not like. Yeah, you know the one I'm talking about. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The one with the family. They go inside their family member. Yeah. Fantastic Voyage, 1966. That's right. Yeah. That's um, right. So, but then he wakes up. In his now, bed. Yeah. Was it a dream? So right, so let let me plot this one again for you. Yeah, we go uh, fantastic voyage into a being John Malkovich and wake up with a season I forget uh, opening of of Dallas where it was a dream <laughs> all along. Yeah. The whole thing was a fever dream. Yeah, and we wake up back in Kansas. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. who's on drugs? Yeah, so okay. So now we're reaching the end where they get their big musical number. Ah, uh, yes. The wild and wonderful ways to say no. Yes. And it's just a it's just a little kiddie song that basically says that there are lots of ways to say no. To say to say no to drugs. There is one piece of bad advice that I caught. Okay, which one is just one did you pick out? Because I picked out one too. Okay, you want me to go first, or you go, go ahead. First? Tigger recommends that he spits in his drug dealer's eye. <laughs> okay. Kids, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't spit in a drug dealer's eye. <laughs> that, that's just, that's just, that's way more dangerous that's, than the drugs that's, themselves. That's asking for trouble. That's, that's worse than $10 crack, I think, because that's <laughs> a problem that comes yeah. back. 
<laughs> like you'll come down from ten dollar crack, but having yeah. a drug dealer mad at you? Not not a great call. What about what did you get? Um, I, <laughs> I think it was Winnie the Pooh who says. Um, so they come up with little phrases that you can say to your peer pressuring person to sure. make you do, do drugs. And Winnie the Pooh's offering is, those drugs are so boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, probably not the best one. Like, hey, I do, I've got a ball game. Oh, I, my sister, i got to help my sister with my homework. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm allergic. I'm yeah. allergic, you know, that kind of thing. That works. <laughs> hey, man, do you want some pot? Those drugs are so boring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> if, if I may quote a character from Brooklyn Nine Nine who is a drug dealer, he's like, "Man, don't call me a drug dealer. Drugs deal themselves. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just sell it. You know, like, <laughs> like look, oh, no, I, drug pusher. That's it. He said I'm not a drug pusher. Drugs push themselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I've, I've I've turned down drugs many times in my life, and it's pressure. Sure, I've been pressured. But uh, at the, just saying no works. Yeah. And, say no and, thanks. Appreciate and, it. No, I don't need it. Thanks. Just say no. No, that's true. Just say no. And let's face it. The person that you're talking to most likely will will immediately think, great, more for me. Yeah. Wow. So they're not going to push yeah. that hard because now, ha- now they have they, – like they've got – they thought they were going to have $5 worth of crack, but now they've got the whole 10 You know what I mean? So, great. More for me. You can tell Mark's on what side of the issue Mark's on. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm just equating it to, like, if I offer someone a beer and they say no, now I've got another beer. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm with Dad, I guess, you're with is what Dad. I'm saying. Yeah, say, <laughs> you're with Dad on this one. I'm watching. I'm on the couch watching the football game with Dad. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're getting. You want to know who drank those beers? I did. That's a, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, the only other note I have here is by the end of it, it gets a little preachy. Uh, it, okay, now I'm sorry. I got to take umbrance with that. Well, the just whole that, goddamn thing is preachy. The whole thing is preachy. I get that, but that's the point. We've got the preacher the song, introing it. But but after the song, each character comes out and just basically berates him. You know, you're going to be a fool if you do drugs. There's nothing cool about doing drugs. You're going to die if you do drugs, and it's like it's like the worst intervention possible. And yeah, I've seen I've it's, seen this show where they get like too aggressive. Yeah, it's not supportive, and they just start berating the person that's you know got the addiction. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like some of them, are, I think we're okay. It's like, oh, you're better than this. You can, you know, you can be what you want to be, stuff like that. But yeah, some are like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Whoa. It's like, like Kermit, what are you doing? Calm down, man. You know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's all I've got for this. You got anything else, sir? Uh. No, no, because my Mirror Master thing, I kind of moved up earlier when we were talking about their intros, okay. but yeah. But this 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 kid does have the worst marijuana trip that I've ever seen or heard about. I've never heard anyone describe, I know some guys that, that have done, like they're like career long yes. drug users and no one's ever described what this kid goes through, the, the whole amusement park with the saw blades and 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure marijuana is not a um, hallucinogen. uh, Yeah, it's not a psychedelic. Yeah. Like, I've never heard of that before. It's, it's, obviously, it's cartoon logic, but, I mean, you have, and how many times do they show him as a dead body? Like, that's the thing. There comes a point, right, right around the amusement park stuff, it's like, oh, this is where they ran out of ideas and really had to start stretching to meet the time requirements. Yeah, this is where they slam dance into their reefer madness phase of this of this program. Yeah, I mean we, you know we get mean? yeah we get uh, we get Daffy showing him his future, and it's he's a dead body and it's all shriveled and mummy looking, yeah, or zombie looking. Alf takes him into the mirror, how, the hall of mirrors because he's the mirror master, and. Shows him what himself with the disheveled zombie looking look. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they, and then, they like, hit that imagery a few times. And like the the roller coasters have Huey, Dewey, and Louie's face on it, and they start attacking him. Yeah, and it's like, well, are you trying to get him off the drugs? Or are you trying to force him off the drugs? Or and and also not watch Saturday morning cartoons because yeah, they got surprisingly aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, well, a few things on this movie. Um, this is the first scripted program to be simulcast on Fox, NBC, CBS, ABC, uh, all, all in the States. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that this makes, was the a- only absolutely. thing on for half an hour. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. It's right yeah. in the middle of, like, probably between, like, G.I. Joe and Transformers or something like yeah. that. Like, or whatever. Yeah. I think it was on later in the morning, like more around like 10.30, 11 o'clock. Oh, okay. Because they wanted oh, right, everybody to be right, up for it. Right before Saved by the Bell. Right. Yeah. Uh, for a long time, it was reported that the special was never rerun because Garfield was used without permission of his creator, Jim Davis. Oh. It uh, wasn't true. The special, he was he, he was used with permission, but, as, uh, but only for a limited time was part of the agreement. Oh, that's a weird, weird kind of thing to flex. Jim Davis was very protective of Garfield back in the 80s and 90s. You know what? Rightly so. Yeah. I mean, he had a hit on his hands. Why would he give it up? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Although he let them merchandise the hell out of it. Uh, if you remember Garfield stuff oh back God, in the 80s yeah. and 90s. How many of those thin books did you have in your bathroom? Oh, loved them. Loved Me them. too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, how many people had that... Uh, window stick on Garfield, yeah, the plushie yeah. that, and what it did for the lasagna business. My God, yeah, yeah. Um, so I found three. You know how IMDb trivia? It's not really trivia. Yeah, but they okay. stick it on there anyway. Yeah, because they they want to fill the the spot. Yeah, and it's like this isn't quote unquote trivia, but I found these to be humorous. Uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie are the only characters that appear in this special to date that have never made any live-action appearances outside of commercials. So Huey, Dewey, and Louie have never appeared in live action. (laughs) The real-life Huey, Dewey, and Louie have not made a movie. Right. We've seen the real-life Ninja Turtles and Winnie the Pooh. Yes. Come on. So they're counting like, like live space, action. So, so so Bugs Bunny was live action in Space Jam. Yeah, what they're saying. Yeah. yeah, I bet somebody was waiting for that. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So Space Jam 2 comes out. I'm fucking putting this up. Uh, here's one. <laughs> Alvin, Simon, and Theodore have the same outfit colors as Huey, Dewey, and Louie, which are also approximately the same size. What? <laughs> He's just pointing out that the two, that Alvin, Simon, and Theodore and Huey, Dewey, and Louie were, were dressed in green, blue, and red. They use the same paint for all all six characters. Okay. Hey, they use primary colors. What a shocker. <laughs> yeah. That wow, that's like saying all four of the Ninja Turtles were green. <laughs> yeah. With the exception of their of their bandana colors. Oh, their head, yeah, yeah, their skin tone was all green, all of them. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow, great trivia. Yeah, what an easter egg. Hope that comes up in a restaurant game somewhere <laughs> or in trivial pursuits. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> I love this. Garfield and Slimer are both characters that love to eat a lot. However, there is no scene of them in the special of them eating together. <laughs> because why would there be? What's about drugs? This isn't like tip your waiter. This isn't tip your waitress lesson, you know. <laughs> It's like, fucking duh. <laughs> it's like, whatever. There's no scene of Garfield eating anything. So yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> Slimer eats a lamp or something like that, but that's it. Like, yeah. Alf, I should put up there on IMDb, IMDb, IMDb trivia. Alf is from another planet, but he's only depicted on as being on Earth in this in this special. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Alf, in the show Alf, Alf threatens to eat the house cat. He also does the same to Garfield. Yeah. yeah. Now you're just stating facts. Like, like that's not trivia. Like that's not gonna. Yeah. Come, you know, uh, what three characters have the same colors as Huey, Dewey, and Louie? And just shut up. But anyway. the Jim Davies one—that's trivia. Yeah. The part about the limited time contract yeah. or whatever the agreement. Yeah. Yeah. That's trivia. That's trivia. That's not. This isn't trivia. Anyway. <laughs> As always on this show, we try to find the real story behind the story, Mark. Well, since I didn't see it the first time around, or maybe I did and just forgot about it because I wasn't doing drugs back then. Right. Now I kind of want to get high and watch this thing. I think it'd be quite a trip, <laughs> so I'm just saying. Like, that's The real story is that they might not. They might have like steered people to drugs because that might be the only way to make sense of some of the things that happen. Is if you get high and watch it. Mine is mine is somewhat similar. My mine is, or is it proof that if you want your childhood cartoon heroes to come to life, do drugs? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Now I'm I'm actually disappointed now that, that when I have tried marijuana, Michelangelo never came and talked to me. He never yeah. said shit. I could have been having deep discussions with Master Splinter and. Like, <laughs> Bugs Bunny. <laughs> the only reason they came to life is to tell him to stop doing drugs. So if I do drugs, they're going to come to life and tell me. To, uh, uh, okay. I Now, I would imagine it probably will happen if you do the right drugs. Maybe. You know, mushrooms. Like mushrooms or something? Yeah. yeah. Acid, maybe? Fentanyl? Uh, I don't know. Ecstasy? I don't know. Uh, yeah. I that's know. when we need, we need him to come back now. Hey. Hey, your fentanyl's cut with ketamine. Hey, you know, like, <laughs> uh, but here's here's something. Um, what's Corey? Yes, does have an active relationship with Winnie the Pooh. Yes, Winnie the Pooh. Well, Winnie the Pooh is her stuffy, right? 
but talks to her. Only once, because this is the first time. What drugs are is she doing? That's another thing, yeah. Because Winnie the Pooh comes to life and talks to her. Although she doesn't see Slimer when, she, when Slimer first appears and shines a spotlight on the missing piggy bank. No. She sees the missing, the missing piggy bank, doesn't see the giant globbing green mud ghost that's hanging right above her head. Yeah, or the Smurfs that are beside her bed. Or yeah. that her alarm clock came to life and started walking around. Yeah. But she's on something that very specifically lets her talk to Winnie the Pooh. I'm, I'm wondering now. Contact like, high, maybe? You know what? I think you cracked it. Okay. Yep. <laughs> or, or she got some $10 crack. I don't know. You know, like, <laughs> She got that $10 crack. Got, $10 it's crack. so damn cheap. Can't believe $10. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's just... I don't know what the going rate was in the 90s for crack. I, 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 would, I have no I was idea. nowhere near that scene, so... I can't imagine a tenor would do it, but... <laughs> but then again, I mean... But again, I don't know. Gas used to be less than 50 cents a liter, so what can there I say? There you go. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, that's going to about do it for Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue. I'm Derek. I'm Ian Mark. Join us next time. We'll take a look at the story of a small boy who meets and makes friends with an annoying, entitled, woke, politically correct, and social justice idealist alien in E.T. The Extra Millennium. The first one on your block to say. Forget it, Doc. <laughs> <laughs>